God can't bless who you pretend to be or who you compare yourself to. He can only bless you and the lane that was created for you. I feel that for somebody. You don't need no edge entity. You need boundaries. What? I don't need your likes. I don't need your validation. All I need is a God fighting for me that says all things, all things, all things. Ciao. We are going live on the Facebook. Ciao. Do you understand that it is that time of the week? where we gather together for some almighty, powerful Woman Evolve co-hosting delegation, saving time. Luria says, hey, sis, we not saving Jesse. No, hello. No, how you doing? Have you been drinking your water? Just right off bat, we not saving Jesse. What is going on in the world today? Who knows? Grant Tanisha says, hey, Sarah, can't wait to see you in Atlanta. I'm headed to Atlanta this week. Child, I'm in Chicago. And it is going downtown. Did you know that we was getting wild out here? Yes, honey. The Night in the Wild Tour is in full throttle. We kicked off last night in Detroit, and I am currently recording from backstage in Chicago. We are expecting over 4,000 women tonight, and basically we have one goal. Besides them having a radical encounter with God, and that is for them to join the delegation. Because if they can join the delegation, I believe that this sisterhood could radically change some lives. What's up? LaVondra said, child, I've missed you. I missed you too. Thank you guys for letting my sister hold it down last week. I heard that y'all was cutting up big time. And so basically, I'm just back here to see uh, who needs to be put back in alignment. Okay, are we rescuing people? What's up? Melissa says, SJR, when are you choosing people for Make Under? We are choosing those people this week. Letters will go out. If you're wondering what she's talking about, Stylish Jay Bolin and I are working on a show for Woman Evolve TV where we are going to help make people under from the inside and then from the outside. LaShawn says, I'm so excited for ATL. Miss Lady B says, we don't know what's really happening with Jesse. I'm waiting for all the facts to drop. Chad, ain't we all? Manon says, I'm getting ready for tonight. I'll see you tonight, girl. I'm already here. Get my life together. So listen, I just wanted you guys to know that I love you and I miss you. I am here in Chicago. As I mentioned, we're preparing for the Night in the Wild event tonight. For those of you guys who could not be here, I thought that it would be really, really cool for you to get a taste of that experience. So this week, the Rescue Eve and Hail Mary for this episode is going to be from last night's Rescue Eve and Hail Mary in Detroit. So you guys will hear some of the energy. I got to Rescue Eve and Hail Mary. I got to do some co-hosting with an official member of the delegation. Her name was Vanetta. She had no idea that she was going to be a part of the show until literally the last minute. And we're going to be doing that in every city. So if you are a member of the delegation, make sure you are keeping up with all of the news and the trends so that we can rescue, okay? LaKenya says, can't wait to see you tomorrow night in Memphis. Jocelyn says, I'm so sad I can't see you in ATL. Will will you ever come to Birmingham? I will. I will. I promise. I just wanted to touch bases with you guys. I'm not going to be on here very long. I love you. 
But um, I wanted to set up this rescue even Hail Mary for when you guys listen to the podcast. So listen, we are going to try, attempt to rescue Jaw Rule. Let me tell you off bat that when I brought this up in the room, it was stiff. It was tight in there. They weren't really going for it. Jaw Rule wants to start another music festival. Mm, imagine that tenacity. Imagine just picking up the pieces of your life and throwing something back into the atmosphere. That's what Jaw Rule wants to do. In addition to that, um, I wanted to try and rescue Dapper Dan. I'm not going to tell you whether or not they got life rafts or if we let the Heavenly Father rescue them. It's only he can do. But you will find out tomorrow on the podcast. But I thought that one of the best parts, the most important parts of us getting together is when we get to share a snack. And I've been praying about just Woman Evolve because I recognize that Night in the Wild is a part of a much bigger movement that God is doing through Woman Evolve, through this podcast, through this Facebook Live. And I uh, really feel like there is a call and a mandate for all of us connected to the vision of Woman Evolve to make sure that we are constantly living in the consciousness of who we want to become, but also inspiring others to do the same. And I think that sometimes we can get so wrapped up in our own life and our own process and our own just desire to do better that we don't always have a moment to just uplift our sister. And one of the things that I have just been so grateful to experience just even last night in Detroit, and I'm sure as we continue throughout the tour, is that um, there's a real sense of sisterhood in the moment. It's what I love about this podcast. It's what I love about even my social media is that like, it really does feel like I know you guys and that the delegation is real and that we're out here trying to be the best we can be in life. And so I just want to encourage you and inspire you to start your own delegation in your own community with your own sisters that we can inspire one another to become uh, we can inspire one another to become the best version of ourselves. And of course it starts with ourselves. But then it can become contagious and extend to other people. So I want you to take responsibility for your atmosphere, take responsibility for your influence, and take responsibility in your commitment to not just seeing yourself evolve, but everyone around you as well, okay? So you guys are in for a treat. Stay tuned. This is going to be quite the episode. And of course, Cor was in Detroit, so we had to let her be a part of rescuing. Um, she says some things that only Cor can say. Thank you guys for checking out this week's podcast. I cannot wait to join you again next week. More rescues, more Hail Marys, more people with advice, but most importantly, a snack to get us through the week. Love you. And so I was... Um, studying and praying for this women's conference that I was going to be at. And I was at the conference. And if you guys listen to like the podcast or something, you've probably heard me say this. But I was at a women's conference and they had this shirt on and the shirt was like Esther, Sarah, Ruth, Mary, hashtag squad goals. And I thought to myself, Eve don't never get no love. You know, but I know why Eve don't get no love because she was petty. What we what we gonna say about Eve? Eve was out here doing wrong, couldn't do right. Um, but I was studying and I was looking at Eve in the scriptures, and 
just this idea that she had damaged her life beyond repair. And it struck me like, I feel more like Eve than I do feel like any other woman in the Bible. Because I know what it's like to feel like there's no way I can come back from this. I've been through some things. I've cried some tears. And I know what it feels like to say I'm so far behind that there's no way that I can get past this. There's just no way. I didn't do anything the right way and I see everyone else succeeding and doing things the way that you were supposed to do them and yet I felt like I could not succeed. I was studying Eve in the Bible and because now I have like this sisterhood with Eve because at first I was gonna try and see if you could be petty in heaven and just be like, Eve, girl, come here. (laughs) Why, was the fruit that good? Like, did you have to ruin it for all of us? I was vegan, I had a six pack, like a starter six pack, not like the full thing, but just the tracing of one. And, um, but I was studying and I saw something that really is just the foundation of what Woman Evolve is. And that was in Genesis 3 and 15 when God is talking to the serpent and he says to the serpent, I'm going to put enmity between you and the woman. Your seed will bruise her heel, but her seed will crush your head. And it was just a sign to me that this scripture, Genesis 3 and 15, that we constantly consider the curse was also a promise buried in a curse. Because the promise was, though you have bruised her heel, though she walks with a limp now, when it's all said and done, she's going to produce seed and her seed is going to crush your head. So never sleep on a girl who's walking with a limp. It's bruised heels still crush serpents' heads. That means that no matter what I've gone through, no matter what life has done to change the way that I walk and change the way that I show up in the room, there's still a possibility that God can turn all of this thing around if I am willing to surrender. As a matter of fact, the greater the limp, the greater the crushing of the serpent's head because I got more passion than people who had things go the way they wanted them to. I crushed with a little bit more force because I know what it's like to not think you could crush it all. Bars. I tried to tell y'all. Those was my Detroit bars. Was okay. Stay focused. I'm being mature tonight. Um, and so on my podcast, I started this whole thing called Rescue Eve because my goal was to get people to look at situations differently. So like maybe there's something happening in the news that we're all inclined to judge and make an opinion about. But if we see it from a different angle, maybe from a different perspective, then we can have empathy. And so that's kind of why I started Rescue Eve on my podcast. And it's a way for me to talk about like what's happening in the news because I really think y'all are like my friends in my head. So when I go on Facebook Live, it's like a chance for me to have some girls talk. So I thought we could do a little Rescue Eve segment here at A Night in the Wild, if um, you guys were willing. So I had um, one stipulation, and that was that I needed a co-host. And my co-host could not be someone who had a premium or VIP ticket. I needed someone who didn't get that opportunity. Core wants to be my co-host. And the stipulations are, again, for everyone who was listening, you can't, you can't. I I know you didn't have those tickets, but you're my sister, so it's like, they want you to be the (laughs) co-host. 
Pepper, can we see if we can get Cora a microphone and she can help me find a co-host? But I already picked a co-host earlier, but that's fine. Vanetta Banks, are you here? Can you come co-host the podcast with me? Hey, child. Come on, girl. And so, um, can y'all give it up for Vanetta, who did not know. Vanetta had no idea that she was going to be podcasting with me today and yet look at God yes you better have your blessed walk and she brought her purse because some of y'all ain't saved all the way uh, keep, boom <laughs> okay get comfy and so Cora and Kayla Kayla Cora you can keep the lights up because I'd like to see the petty on their faces without any darkness in the room um okay so I have Two stories for us to cover, okay? We're gonna have fun tonight. We're gonna engage, I'm gonna preach, and, and we're gonna have fun. But I thought, it's girls' night out, and you are my friend, so let's have a little girl time. Um, how you doing, child? Baby. Girl, <laughs> talk about it. Okay. Do it. I just gotta do this right now. Uh-oh. My vision board said that I was gonna meet you. <laughs> No, my tears are not, you know, they just joy. Because joy. I'm a, I'm, I, it's the presence of the Lord. And, and I brought a baby delegation member. Yes. My daughter, Asia, stand up. Hey. <laughs> Come on, delegation member. If you're a part of the delegation, can you just make a little bit of noise? Yes. <laughs> Some of you all may be wondering, what is this delegation she speaks of? <laughs> Um, we get together on the podcast and we just do the things. The delegation does the things. We handle people. Okay. People try to handle us. They fail in the name of Jesus. We get bougie petty. Yes, yes, bougie petty. Because yeah, we, we classy. We've right. been delivered. So our petty has a bougie on it. Yes. Um, okay, our Kayla, are you going to facilitate? You got to stand up. Y'all, this is our first night, so bear with us. So you got to stand up, because I'm going to tell the stories, and then you got to get people's opinion on it, You okay? want me to walk around. I do want you to walk around. <laughs> Had you been here for dress rehearsal, See? we'd have gone over this thing. And I could have told you then that I'm too fat to be walking around here. Of course, yeah. I'm All right, we're going to do close answers. Okay. All righty. I have two rescues. Two. Um, I hope I remember. Okay, okay. so... Ja Rule would like to put together another music festival. No, he would not. He would like to. Um, for those of you all unfamiliar with Deacon Ja Rule, um, <laughs> not sure if he's a deacon now he's that I said that. He's, okay. a, he's a D.I.T. He's a deacon in training. Yeah, deacon come on, training. somebody. He's a D.I.T. Okay. okay, so Ja Rule is a rapper, and um, he put together a music festival with a criminal. Baby. And, um, <laughs> It was a luxury music. Baby. Did you see that? It was. Listen, if you all have not seen the documentary about the Fire Festival on Hulu or Netflix, watch honey. It. The people are out here scamming. Okay, yeah, I need to watch it. Um. So yes, he put together a music festival. It did not go very well. 
it no. didn't go according to they plan. They were supposed to have like luxury tents and stuff. They had some FEMA tents and not even like ham sandwiches. That wasn't even FEMA. That was FEMA tents. That was not FEMA. 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 What was it, child? That was like corner tents. Nah. Where they sell them little they were Valentine candies. He said oh. they was FEMA like tents. Like the get your fruit, get your watermelon okay. here tents. Yes, it okay. yes. They were like, the tickets were like $25,000 for some stuff, $250,000 for Astronomical amounts. And they had styrofoam to go plates with like lettuce, cheese, and tomato on bread. That was okay. it. No chips, no meat, no nothing. Okay? No His first food. attempt did not go well. This is why I want to rescue him. Why? Because if at first you don't succeed, no, no, no. take their money again. No. Exactly. No. Guys, no. no. See, and this is what Rescue Eve is about. <laughs> Just put them in a the lifeboat. Because people deserve get another chance. What if we gave up every time we failed at something? Come on, somebody. I, it should have been cheaper then. I put them in the a lifeboat. Give a cheap idea. It should have been cheap. Tickets. I hear the hearts turning in the room. Listen. He cannot get on the helicopter. How many Sarah? times have we failed at things and given up entirely because you didn't finish the book the first time or because you didn't finish school the first time really? and now you feel like because you didn't finish that you can't give it another shot? I came here to prophesy tonight. So Jaru is that, a testimony. Jaru could be a testimony he be. because he can learn from his mistakes now. But he now, didn't charge us $25,000. That's what I'm saying. Thank you, Corey. Okay, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Can he get on a lifeboat? If you're going to give us $20 tents, can the tickets yeah. be $20? Thank I'm just saying. Can we have small beginnings? Small beginnings. On your programs, you will notice that there are life um, rafts for those of you who want to rescue. Mm. And then there are also just straight up woman evolve signs for those of you not rescuing. Can I take a gauge? Can we rescue? Can we send the private jet a life jet? Oh, no. 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 Oh, oh God. Oh, see? It's a wrap. You know what it is? It's that Manny. You get to playing with people's Manny. They don't want to support your second chance. Uh-huh. Nobody wants to rescue. No, don't play with my Manny. Don't oh, play with my Manny. Don't play with my Manny. Don't play with my Manny. Mm, all over the place. Can, oh, poor. They want to rescue. And yeah, he didn't this even have like chicken. Okay, yeah, he had chicken. Talk to, talk to my child, Precious Lamb. Core, focus now. Talk to my girl right here who don't want to rescue. And talk to somebody who wants to rescue. Help oh, us. Oh, so the X on the top. That's a life mean raft. We're going we to cut them out. And the, and the saver. Okay, cool. Oh, okay, well, yeah, a lot of y'all don't care about your manny. Come on. <laughs> She's Tell us what your name is, where you're from. Uh, my name is T. I'm from here, from, the, from okay, Detroit. Okay, okay. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Tell us why you want to rescue him. You want to rescue him? No, why didn't you want to save him? It, I mean, it was just ridiculous. It's, it's no coming back from that. I mean, it's ridiculous. No. People get second chances, but not when you're already famous and you've already made a living for yourself and then you take other people's money. I don't think there's any coming back from that. It's no coming back from it. See? Boop. I, I just think that no matter what stage of life you're in, <laughs> that you can... You're laughing. Sarah, you're going to run out of life jackets, Well, we got somebody over here but that he wants saved to save. Me, so I get to save other folks. Come, we got somebody here that wants to save. Why, why you want to save, brother man? Because people make mistakes, and 
They do. Yeah. Expensive mistakes. But was though. it a mistake? I, I, it was a lot of money. So it was like an elite event. Like it wasn't just like open to like any old person. Like it was very expensive. You still trying to yeah. save them? Absolutely. Was it a mistake? No. It, it, well, but I Eve mean, intentionally was, ate from the fruit and we have come to a place where we can forgive her. See, because if we dismayed. qualify our mistakes by whether or not we knew better or not, then we would all be somewhere. Because don't act like y'all didn't know he was raggedy when y'all kept on dating him. Right. Okay. Don't act like yeah. y'all didn't know y'all shouldn't have took that Amen. money. Now, see, this is what's wrong with us is we oh, get oh, to places oh, 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 oh. and we start oh, acting oh. like we didn't forget what we got saved don't from. And that's why I didn't started Rescue Eve. That's all I'm saying. But okay, so I was just thinking a flotation device. Can a we... flotation device. He, yes, he can get on life raft. A life raft. Life raft. Life raft. Okay. Because y'all want to go to the party. <laughs> we don't have to that's support. Now this is something else. Now listen, I got Ooh, a word. I got to download in my spirit. Yes. Now just because you're giving someone another chance doesn't mean that you have to give them another chance to do you the way that they Hello. did you the first time. Okay. There's you see what word. I'm saying? Okay. I'm going to give you another chance on somebody else's time Hallelujah. and somebody yeah. else's experience. Yes. And I'm going to release you into your destiny okay. because the last time I invested, it didn't work out for me, but you got another chance somewhere else. Go get your chance so is I'm what I'm saying. Okay. Go get your me. chance. Get your it chance. Go get your else. chance. It might Go work after for you. It. Yes. it didn't work for it me. It didn't work for me, but God it, bless you. It might work for and you. And good luck. Don't give them twenty five thousand dollars. I'm not spending okay. twenty five thousand dollars on okay. your best That's party. Cord, let's take one more and then I'll do the next. Come on, baby. Your hair is laid. These baby hairs are not too much. I like it. I like it a lot. We in the got edges so up. Yes. Yes. Come on, my shirt says Jesus did it because he did. <laughs> Hi. Tell my, us your name. Where are you from? My name is Makaya Keener. I'm from Detroit. Hey, what, side, what side of Detroit? What side of Detroit? Oh, that I'm matters. from Seven Mile. I'm from the West Side. West Side. West Side. West side. <laughs> that matters. <laughs> all right. Shout no out to the East Side. East Side. West Side girls do it better, but we all want it, Christ. Come on, somebody. Amen. Okay, no, no, we got to stay united in this season. We're, we're all <laughs> At least until 9.30, if we can stay united until 9.30. Go ahead. Amen. Blessing to the West. Praise the Lord. Are we rescuing? Um, yeah, we're going to rescue him. Yeah. Jesus. Why? Why do you want to rescue him? Okay, so I'm kind of like deep or whatever, but... You better own it. Huh? I think, no, I really do. I think we should rescue him only because like y'all got to think about Every time that we did somebody wrong, that God forgave us. Like, look, they hate when you um, say that. They I be know, like, oh. but that's real though. That's real though. That's real though because I mean, I can just testify for myself. But, it has but been it some things. Testimony service. Uh, okay, Cora. Cora, hold on. You gotta be careful, Cora. You gotta be careful out here. Cora. You know, okay. you get to having other people think it's testimony service. You start telling your testimony, then then somebody else tell their testimony. And she can't preach because everybody got a testimony. You know what I'm Wrangle saying? Wrangle them up. Cora. I know what you're saying. No, but seriously, Cora, but seriously. you can't say that. When you think That's, about oh, things okay. that you've done to people and God forgave you for that, how can we not extend the same grace to him that God has okay. given us? God he can't get on the life raft. He life just raft. can't get on the helicopter. Life raft. All right. Life raft. He getting on the life, life raft. raft. We got that. We life rafting. He All just right. can't get on the helicopter. I'm not going to the party. Okay. okay. All right. Okay, what's next? Dapper Dan, 
Um, well, wow. Okay, I'm going to explain to you guys who Dapper Dan is. Dapper Dan, wow, wow. He no one is happy. Some time, of the saints are happy about this. Before Gucci, he was yes. designing a long Dapper Dan is time. a designer mm-hmm. who happened to design for Gucci. Oh, yeah. I know Dapper Dan. But he designed long. We are not rescuing him. He designed okay, long listen. before he got with Gucci. He okay, was, listen. He was this designing is, before that. This is what I want to say. This is all I'm going to say, and then I want to hear from the delegation. Not okay? going to save him. So um, Gucci was recently in the news because they made the turtlenecks that look like blackface. I'm not trying to rescue Gucci, yep. okay? Yep. I'm not trying to rescue Gucci, so y'all can put your pitchforks down. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> But I was wondering, when these instances happen, so many times we say they need inclusivity, they need to have someone on their team who is helping them understand why this can be perceived as offensive. And Dapper Dan took that responsibility. He was a designer and decided to help them. The CEO of Gucci flew to him. He didn't fly to them. He flew to him (laughs) so that they could have a conversation about what they can do to avoid things like this from happening again in the future. And so many people were upset that he had the conversation. And this is a legitimate question. Like, I know we have our initial reactions, but my thoughts are this. If we really want to see inclusivity, Mm -hmm. and if we really want to see some unity and some empathy about one another's experiences, someone is going to have to be willing to cross the line and be the one who creates that conversation. Thank Uh, you. Do you all think that we also have a responsibility to support those people who cross the line? Maybe it can't be me, but if Dapper Dan can sit down and have the conversation, I think they're wrong and we should write them off. But if someone else can go in and help mend the bridge, I think that we should support them and not castrate and persecute the person who was trying to do the very thing that we say that they need. So I think we should rescue Dapper Dan. I will rescue I, Dapper rescue, Dan. Yes, we Re- gonna rescue your, him. Oh, I say rescue him. He gets right. on. Yeah, he gets on. Somebody he said no. Oh, somebody said no. Can you stand Wait. up with your nose? Hold on. She said no. He gets on the helicopter. We're gonna I, rescue him. Come on, child. Tell us why you said no, girl. He... he my name is Erica. Um, I'm going to say no because they knew. They knew from the get-go. I feel like And it's nothing to talk about. No, okay. You knew better. No, no, Erica. You knew better. Erica, baby. Yeah, I yeah. do. I no, do no. agree you, you that know. there are some things that need consult on, but a black face sweater yeah. doesn't need a consult. Yeah. Okay. It was insulting. Everyone knew that. <laughs> Black, white, Mexican. I have a, I have a question. Absolutely. But like, she said, "What they named the shirt? I don't know, girl. I don't be watching this stuff." Okay, but this is what I'm saying, though. Maybe they knew, mm-hmm. but they needed a greater level of awareness. Yes. She said, how? Yes, honey, fight me. Fight me right here in front of all my girls. Let me tell you something. You can try and roll up on me if you want to over this Hold rescue. On, I got some backup in Detroit. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, listen. No, okay, so I... I can't say that they knew. We can assume that they knew. But all I'm saying is, like, independent of whether they knew or didn't know, is it wrong for someone who is willing to teach them in a different way to go into the room and explain to them? Because, listen, maybe they knew, 
but it takes hearing it from someone whose opinion you respect and who can speak your language to bring you into another level of awareness. Yes. And I'm just saying that it seems like Dapper Dan is someone who is able to get through to them. It's no different than like your parenting. I say the same things to my children and then someone else comes along and they're like, oh my gosh, I just got this breakthrough. And it's like, Chad, I've been breaking you through every time. For the longest. For the, For the longest. longest. I've been breaking you, you through. Green yesterday. But like, how are we going to see the level of unity and respect that we want to see unless we're willing to have these conversations or do we just write off everyone and stay divided? No, and plus you have to separate Dapper Dan from Gucci. Right. So you guys don't want to rescue Gucci, but he... Separate him from Gucci. He's a designer with a different aspect for African Americans and he's going in telling them, hey, this was not okay for my people. Yeah. And if y'all want me to come design for y'all and continue to design for y'all, we're going to have to set some guidelines down. And then Separate this is also them two. Gucci, not gotcha. Because some oh, of us... okay. Well, you can't protest. You can't protest if you bought you know Gucci at the gas station. So you can't protest. Yes, this isn't gotcha. Your Gucci came from the gas station. This you can't is protest. Gucci. Kayla, okay. can you find me somebody else yeah. who wants to rescue? That wants Gucci to rescue. I got yeah. some rescues and some no rescues. Here's a rescue. She said no rescue. She's, she's been adamant. Okay. Come on. Tell me why you gonna rescue. rescue. Why you want to rescue Dapper Dan? So sometimes you have to just pick up the phone. And I'm going to take you back. If Martin Luther King hadn't picked up that phone and talked to Lyndon B. Johnson, we wouldn't be where we are today. So you just have to realize, sometimes you have to step out your comfort zone. He may not have even wanted to be at the table, but since he has a seat to represent all of us who are saying what Gucci won't see on our Facebook statuses, he got to go to the table. Yes, he on the helicopter. He on the helicopter. Okay, Flint Town. Okay. Okay. Look at that wisdom coming from Flint. Not just wisdom, but she went to college. Did you hear what she went to? She she graduated. If he didn't call Lyndon B. Johnson, dropping him back. He was supposed to call, girl. You smart, girl. You didn't know who he was supposed to call. (laughs) He called Lyndon B. Johnson. He sure did. Did you know that? I didn't, child. She just taught me a whole new thing. Yes, we smart. Okay, Chorus, one more person who doesn't want to rescue back there, and then we'll move. (laughs) Court, you can do it. You you got to meet Court halfway, baby. just walked. You got to meet her halfway, baby. Right here. Back here. Yes, meet me halfway, you skinny. You got to meet her halfway. She looks like she eats salad for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Tell us, what's your name, honey? My name is Ashane, and hey, y'all. <laughs> um, I said not to rescue him because when is enough enough? We keep, it seems like we keep going through the same thing, the same problem over and over and over again. And like my sister said, her name is Arnisha. It's not <laughs> black people's job. And yes, I went across demographics, I'm sorry, to teach white people. It's not our job to educate them. You should know. From back in the 1900s, y'all have been doing this to us okay, over guys. and over and over oh. again. So when does you it stop? You got something to say? <laughs> see, okay. See, that's the thing. We're not trying to save Gucci. Okay, okay no. We're trying to say Dapper. That's can I just? I, can I just say? No, I don't want to say. You don't want to say? Go ahead, say sissy. Say I got say you. It, sis. Say it. Because I remember a woman who told me that I had to get a little gangster sometime. Oh, say it. Okay. Yeah. I'm 
just she say. She is a little gangster. I remember. I think that it would be wrong of us to refuse to be teachers and then continue to fail people. Thank you. I do. I like it's, and that's me personally, um, just because I, I think they should know. I think people should know, but there are literally sometimes they, I know it sounds so unfathomable because we live with the reality every single day, but I really do believe that there are legitimately, legitimately some people who don't know. And don't I know, know. I, I know it's not a very popular opinion. I know. Um, but I do think when things like this happen that there are questions like, oh, well, why is that offensive? And like, I don't, I really, okay. And I'm trying not to make this like a thing, but I really do not think that people fully understand the struggles and the generational trauma that a lot of us have experienced. Yes. And yes. I think that we have to tell them, that even though this was hundreds of years ago in your mind or just a couple decades ago in your mind, the trauma and the systemic it racism that continues happening. to perpetuate in yes. our country, it, it still affects me. It affects my brothers. It affects my cousins. No matter how far up we get, we always have someone who has been affected by it. And so I think that it would be, I think that God is going to strategically place people in environments yes. who can be the bridge. I I do not think that it will be everyone's responsibility, but I think some of us are going to be people who are teachers so That's that we right. can help you understand the cultures that we represent. And I think we have to be willing to be, those people have to be yes. willing to be those teachers. And it's okay if you're not that person. I just think that maybe we should support those people. Who are? I That's what I wanted to say because we have children. So we want our children to understand why you have to separate the designer from Gucci because we should stand by him because he's going in letting them know hey this is not okay so when your children say we want to buy Gucci you can sit down with them and tell them why or why not because of one man who stood up to them and told them what was right for us it may be wrong if somebody kicks you you're not going to tell them that hey you kicked me and it was wrong they know it was wrong so you're just going to let them keep kicking you no you're going to say you kicked me and it was wrong yeah. they kicked us and it was wrong. Yeah. So um, he's going to tell them that, not to kick us again. That's been whooping our tail, kind of. No. Okay. You know, for life, they've been kicking and hitting okay. and strangling. And, okay. So somebody got I to mean, tell them. Stop. Honestly. Okay. Uh, so can I just see one more time with the flyers if we rescuing? Or not Dab rescuing? or damn. We're not he rescuing on Gucci. Is he getting on this helicopter. Okay. You, for Sarah? the most part, it looks Sarah. like we're going to be able huh? She said she loved you. She oh, look, I love go you back. Too. Her sister said, come back. Say it loud. Oh, my sister wanted me to tell you that we love you, Sarah. Oh, I love you. Because we too. do. Thank you for being here. Um, okay, so we're we going to rescue, guys. Because they said they wanted to as well. Um, if you want to fight me, you can meet me in the back. Um, we got this. Yes, we, we got, got this. this. Okay, can you guys help me thank Vanetta for being such an. First of all, she put it on her vision board. Okay. Didn't know if it was going to happen. Okay. And God made a way. I'm just saying. And her, and her baby. Yes. Thank you for being a part. Thank you. What, child? What? I got to put something else on my vision board, baby. What? Denver. Denver? Oh, you coming to Denver? Uh, I'll see you there. I'll be looking for you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Thank you. Whew. 
I'm hot, I'm sweating. Trying to rescue folks is hard work because people and then you and then you don't want to say stuff and then you have to say stuff and it is hard work. Listen, um, I like Rescue Eve because it does stretch us and I'm not always right and I always learn. And so uh, Rescue Eve is just something fun that we get to do on the podcast. We also have another segment called Hail Mary. And I thought instead of covering stories like we usually do on the podcast, that it would be cool for us to cover someone who is a local hero, local to you here in Detroit. And so for those of you unfamiliar with what the Hail Mary segment of it, it's literally this opportunity where we get to highlight people in the news or in the culture who are doing incredible things um, that are helping all of us to evolve. And I love this because there's this connection between Eve and Mary. And so when God tells the serpent that I'm going to put enmity between you and the woman and her seed is going to crush your head, what he's really doing is giving a foreshadowing of Jesus Christ. And because he's giving a foreshadowing of Jesus Christ in that moment, though Eve was not connected to Mary, God was saying to her, there's a Mary down on the inside of you. And I believe that each of us have both an Eve and a Mary, that we have this side of us where we know better, but maybe didn't do better. But we also have Mary, which is the ability for us to produce divinity. I just want to tell you guys, it was really important to me that I learn about what's happening in your city because I believe that God has called me here, not just so that we can connect, but so that we can leave seed in the ground. And I wanted to understand what was happening here so that we could sow into that harvest. And so when I read about what you were doing, I knew that I was touched. There's so many incredible organizations, but there was something about what you're doing that really stood out in my mind. I feel a mandate to help women evolve, to help women go from feeling like Eve, maybe cursed, maybe broken, and to step into the fullness of who they are as Marys, as daughters of the King who are able to produce. And so can you just tell them what you've been up to here in their city, what's happening each and every day that they may not be aware of? So first of all, thank you so much for this opportunity. It is just a pleasure to be here with you and everyone else. And um, it really is my honor to talk about the organization that I work for, Alternatives for Girls. And I paid them. <laughs> And uh, our mission is to help homeless and at-risk girls and young women and women alike to avoid teen pregnancy, violence, and exploitation, particularly sex trafficking and human trafficking. And how we do that, we provide resources and opportunities for them to grow and for them to be productive citizens, but we're moving them from being victims to being victors. So I think a lot of us have passion to do something in the earth that outlives us and that is bigger than us. But a lot of us maybe feel like I don't have the right resources, I don't have the right background, I don't have the right connections. What is it that called you into the position that you're in and what would you tell someone who wants to get involved? You know, it truly is a calling for me. Um, I consider the work I do ministry. I tell people I have a mega church because I serve so many people. Um, I grew up in, we're fire, the oh, fire festival. Oh, yes. So I'm an island girl, y'all. 
Um, I grew up in, in the Bahamas and I had my life was very privileged until I came here and got married and really like a, a lot of these women here have a real story of struggle where I, I didn't know how I could get from out of that ditch to come up and rise up and evolve. And um, you know what? God really brought me out. And I feel that I have a mission to help pull others out of the ditches that they're in. That's my mission. And so through this work that I do, especially with the human trafficking victims and the sex, uh, the sex trafficked ladies, we go out and we do street outreach. So we're going out in the nights and we're meeting these women, these girls really, that are being trafficked, that are being forced to have sex with these men every single day, sometimes 20 to 25 men per day to meet a pimp's quota. Yes, it's real. And that's, it's right here in Detroit. And we go out and we give them the resources that they need. We provide, a lot of them are hooked on drugs, so we provide them with uh, bleach kits to clean their needles, with condoms, just so they could do it safer since they're forced to do it. And once they're rescued and they come to us, we have a day program that we help them move from, like I said, from victimization to self-sufficiency. We're really working, thank you. We're really working, first of all, in self-esteem because they've been devalued. They feel like nothing. They've been used and abused and misused. And so we work on self-esteem and making them feel like they have worth and value again. That's the first thing we work on. We provide therapeutic services and we provide life, um, life skill services. So we have one of the, it's, it's so amazing because I do have a survivor with me tonight, April Doss, will you stand? April, please. You gotta love on her. On behalf of everybody here, can you show her some love? So um, the thing that I like about April's story is that in the midst of um, having been trafficked from, she was a teen, she's now, and she doesn't mind me sharing, she's now 49 years old, but uh, she was caught in the life she was caught in this life. She was, it was familial uh, sex trafficking. So her uncle actually trafficked her in the beginning. And then it moved to her boyfriend trafficking her. And so she's been in this life. It took us seven years to build trust with her on the streets. And so it's so important for us to be consistent in the work that we do as we do street outreach as we go out there to be consistent so that we can build trust and relationship because when it was time for her to run or when it was time for her to leave, she came to us. And for the first, for the first time in 16 years, we worked with her. She now has housing, permanent um, housing, stable housing. She is uh, celebrating two years of being clean of drugs and sex trafficking. She never had a license, a driver's license before because these trafficked victims, they miss out on a lot of experiences and things we take for granted. Now she's studying and she's getting ready to take her test to get a driver's license. 
one thing that she always wanted to do, she said, who better to actually provide services to those who are in trouble on the streets than someone who's been there? And now she wanted to go and uh, do some counseling classes. On March the 4th, she starts her counseling classes. So we continue to do the work. I took her to San Diego. Wherever I go to do a presentation, she's there. She's presenting. She's learned to um, um, embrace her story and talk about it. I mean, you talk about real empowerment and, a, and someone evolving from something that they thought they couldn't get out of. That's April's story. Absolutely. You said something so powerful about learning to embrace her own story. And I think that that is a lesson that all of us can learn in this room. So many times people tell me like, how do you share your story? How are you able to just get up there and say it without shame? And I realized that I could not tell anyone else my story until I could bear to hear it myself. And as long as when you recite a part of your testimony, you still cringe, there's a part of you that still has some healing to do there, and that's okay. You have to keep telling your story, but don't tell it the way that you experienced it. Tell it the way that God can use it. Because as I look at this testimony, your incredible testimony, I can't help but imagine how many of us are going to see ourselves differently and what's possible for us as a result of what you were doing with the life that God has given you. And so I just honor you for surviving. I honor you for making a difficult decision to see outside of what you've been through and to see outside of your circumstances and to choose to live again. There are people in this room who are bound in chains who have not gone through half of what you've gone through and I believe prophetically that you have set someone free tonight that someone has decided that if she can come out on the other side of this then I can get up from this divorce I can get up from this abortion I can get up from this pregnancy hell has happened to all of us but heaven is still available to anyone who was willing to reach up and grab it so we thank you we honor you and we honor you for the work that you're doing. Um, I'm gonna go back home to LA in a couple of weeks and I'm gonna be situated. You're still gonna be here doing the work here in the trenches. What can my sisters do who have been moved? You know, and I just wanna say this, that nothing has changed my life like serving. That I thought that my problems and my issues and my struggles were something. And then I started serving and what I realized, it didn't make me feel like I was better than anyone else. It made me realize that there was someone else who had survived way more than what I had gone through. So I could wipe my face, put on my big girl shoes and start walking in life with different authority and power. And so maybe there's someone here who says, I've been in a deficit, I've been feeling broken and I just want to throw my life, my time and my resources towards something that is bigger than me. What can we do to get involved with what you're doing here? So thank you for that um, question. One thing I really um, ask you to do first and foremost is to make yourself aware and become educated because the PIMs are out there. Each one of these girls represent up to $200,000 profit a year to a PIM. They're out there and they know the game, they know what they're doing. We have to become aware because when we see something, we need to be able to say something to save our girls, okay? Number two, um, I wanna just give a shout out to this church because um, this, past, this past Christmas, 
um, the first lady and some other ladies came and they had some handbags and they collected hygiene kits. They put hygiene kits in these handbags and we were able to give them out. I mean, you have no idea what it feels, what um, someone who's down and out feels like getting a handbag. I mean, a re and those bags were really, really nice handbags. So something like that. We need clothes. We need you to... Um, Obviously, we always need money. We only get $126,000 a year from the federal government to do this work. That's it. When you think about that, we're seeing sometimes 400, 500 people, and we are providing the resource to them. There's no way we can survive of $126,000. We, we, we need um, clothing. We need food. We need you to come out and do volunteer work with us at Alternatives for Girls because we, can't, we don't have the funds to hire the staff. And we need you to go out on street outreach with us. Go out. Come and see what we're doing. We really ask that. And if anyone ha has a van that they want to donate, we need an outreach van. <laughs> so that's, that's how you can help. One of the things that we are committed to doing throughout this tour is really leaving seed in the ground because I really believe that there's a harvest connected to sowing into other people's lives. And so I asked for permission from this incredible church and I talked to our team about collecting offerings and a donation opportunity for all of these organizations. And so we're gonna make sure that when the tour is all finished that we have a portion of all of the proceeds going to these different organizations so that they can continue to do the work that they're doing in this city. And so we wanna, can you all help me just honor and thank Sandra for what you're doing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I um, want to ask you guys to partner with me in leaving seed in the ground for alternatives for girls. Um, as we seek to evolve in our own lives and from our own messages and traumas, I believe that as we sow into other people's lives that her win is our win as well. And so we have some donation envelopes for those of you who feel led to donate as well and say, I wanna be a part of that. I'm looking at the testimony of my sister who was going into counseling classes and getting her driver's license. I want that same grace that's on her life to be on my life. So I'm gonna sow into that so that I can be a part of that incredible harvest. And so if you have your donation envelope and you would like to be a part of this moment, I would just ask, I'm not asking for a specific amount, just something that says, hey, I'm standing with you. I'm standing with alternatives for girls. I'm standing with Woman Evolve as they seek to help women all over the country evolve. Nothing is too big or too small. Literally, every cent counts towards what we want to see happen in the lives of these women. I'm believing that we're going to be able to get them a van. I'm believing that we're going to be able to get my girl a new car when she gets her license because that's what happens.